Hello, welcome to the Stubborn Tortoise Podcast. I'm Donna Pazdera. So first of all, I want to give you guys an update on my friend Louisa. She broke her ankle last week at Bandera going downhill. Uh, she went to the doctor today, Monday, and was hoping to be in surgery on Friday, but there's still too much swelling, and so she has to wait for that to go down before they can do anything. Um, and the good news is if there is any, that she's going to only be out for about three months at the most. And some people have been telling me they figured she'd be out most of the year. And, you know, I mean, I know she's not going to be running any marathons right away, but it sounds like she'll be ready by late spring. So that was good news. And one other thing I, I told her the other day, um, you know, you have to kind of look at this sort of as a big picture sort of thing. It's like, and I often tell people this and I, cause I, taught myself this a few years, many years ago, I should say, um, you know, your life is a really long continuum, you know, when you think about it. And so something like this is kind of like a very small piece of that. And so try to keep everything in perspective. And I think that's really important. Um, actually, I think I told myself that, uh, years ago when I was in Cuba on a bike trip and I, uh, was trying to get up this really monster hill and I was really struggling on my bike but then I just kept saying you know what your life is short you know or your life is long this piece of it is short and you know you, you'll be okay and I did I survived it was great anyway I digress um and here's the bad news about her end of the deal is over five thousand dollars oh god that just about made me choke this morning when she told me that or this afternoon um, I started a GoFundMe for her last week to kind of help make make up for her being off of work and uh, for her medical expenses. And we've got like about $2,300 in there so far. And if you're listening and can pitch in, that would be awesome. I would be grateful. Um, and I'm putting the link in the episode notes. Yeah. So anyway, just yeah, keeping my fingers crossed for her. Oh, and um, also wanted to give a shout out to Sandra Gutierrez. She is this podcast first um, subscriber donor. Um, and uh, yeah, you can do that. So if you go to the, you know, anchor.fm uh, 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 site and, and, you know, for my podcast, you actually can be a supporter. I mean, I think you can even do it as little as 99 cents a month, and uh, I think there's other plans or whatever, but um, at some point, I might do some swag. I don't know. We'll, we'll see how this all goes, but I really am encouraged by the number of people uh, who have given great feedback on this podcast, so thank you, and um, yeah, I mean, I do at some point want to, you know, kind of do a little side trip and, and interview some people, um, but as I've mentioned before, I kind of need to get some gear and be a little bit more portable than sitting in my closet. So, um, <clears throat> yeah. <laughs> anyway, so get this. Yesterday I ran my first 5k in like five years and I really had kind of avoided doing them because the cost is pretty high compared to the length of the event. And also because I kind of suck at 5k's. Okay. I'm not fast and we all know that. Okay. But this one was in honor of Dr. Martin Luther King Jr. And so I signed up. I opted for no t-shirt. So it was just like $10. And I was really glad I went because there's more than a thousand people there. Um, it was held at the Wheatley Heights Sports Complex uh, at Martin Luther King Jr. Park in San Antonio. Um, it was a really pretty day, but boy, it was in the low 40s and it felt colder because the wind was blowing. And I thought about getting in a few miles beforehand just to kind of warm up because that usually helps me. But I uh, 
just because of the cold and everything, I just decided, you know, I'm just going to do a quick quarter mile lap and around the track and I just didn't want to get, you know, cold while I was waiting around, you know, uh, after sweating. So anyway, so my goal was to finish in 34 minutes or less. And listen, my days of doing the sub 35 K are in the past and that's not even that fast, but you know, I'm, I'm, I'm becoming realistic. So and it took a couple of minutes uh, for us to squeeze through the chute and onto the section of the greenway, this lovely paved path that winds through San, San Antonio. And the section is especially, this particular section is especially picturesque because there's a pedestrian bridge that leads into a wooded shady area. And I occasionally glanced at my ambit and saw 10.20 and even 9.30 for my pace. And I was like, wow, that's pretty cool. And I felt a little reassured. And um, I was just shy of the turnaround when I felt the wheels start coming off. So I walked for a brief period and my time was looking pretty good. So I allowed myself to catch my breath a couple more times, just very briefly. And I crossed the finish line in 34 minutes and change. My pace overall was 11.03 and that was good. Again, my days of consistent 10 minute miles are gone. Or are they? Hmm. Maybe if I keep at it, maybe I can get back to where I was. I mean, it's not a huge goal, but it's something I'm considering. And, you know, again, I realize as you get older, you know, your 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 pace suffers. And, and so I get that. I mean, I'm trying not to kid myself, but it wouldn't be a bad thing if I could even hold a 1030 pace. You know, I think my fastest mile yesterday was 1045. So, um, which again, you know, these days that's that's actually pretty good for me. So, um, you just have to sort of be, uh, you know, realistic about stuff. And the whole thing, quite honestly, made me realize that I need to incorporate more of these shorter distances into my regimen. And by shorter distances, I mean short, fast distances. Um, I'm, I, I can't really be trusted to do speed work on my own. Uh, I mean, I'll attempt it, but please, who am I kidding? It's not... It's just that I don't really do it. I'd prefer doing hill repeats or something to speed work because it hurts. <laughs> so I think I might just have to start signing up for some inexpensive 5Ks and, you know, opt out on the shirt if I can and, um, you know, turn it into, you know, sort of an affordable uh, method of doing speed training. Um, oh, yeah, and get this. <laughs> I place 15th out of 66 ladies in my age group. I did not expect that. So that was kind of a nice little surprise. <laughs> and again, you know, it's all very relative. I know for some of you, this probably sounds hilarious, but you know, for me, this is, this is my new reality or, you know, the reality that I've embraced and, you know, what are you going to do? Um, also speaking of groups, that's what my topic today is about. Um, as I've mentioned before, I tend to do better when I train with a group and, you know, you've got camaraderie, accountability, and leaders who organize runs. And I've been a part of the San Antonio Roadrunners off-road group for about a year. And I think we're now called the Alamo City Trail Runners for what it's worth. Um, so this season, I think we've got like 140 people in the winter training group, which really makes it the largest assemblage to date. And our goal race is the Prickly Pear held at McAllister Park in early March. And I've signed up for the 50K training group. And there's also a 15K. And then I think there's like a walk to run 15K group. So um, I may have some of that wrong. I mean, I think there might even be a 5K. I honestly can't remember. But nonetheless, it's it's really cool. Because I mean, there's people of all sizes, ages, abilities, 
you know, gathering out there and everybody's very supportive and we're led by um, Coach Kimberly, who is this very, well, how do I describe Kimberly? Kimberly is very um, upbeat, bubbly, which almost sounds kind of cheesy, but she's just very enthusiastic and uh, not afraid to look silly sometimes. Um, I mean, not like because she's you know, done something dumb, but it's just because she's just kind of like, hey, you know, let's do, you know, whatever. And, you know, and she's, she's kind of like a, she reminds me of like a Girl Scout leader or something. I don't know, like a real chipper Girl Scout leader um, for what it's worth. But yeah, she's really awesome. And we have some other coaches and, um, you know, all of them are really you know, cool people. And um, what I like about this group also is that, I mean, in some ways it's a little stressful for me because you have to sign in, which, you know, is fine. But you know, if we've got like a really long run, you know, everybody's waiting around at the end. And the thing is, is that in my mind, I'm sitting there thinking, oh God, I'm so slow. I'm making these people wait all day. Oh Lord. You know, but the thing is, is that when you get back, you're finding out that, you know, there's still people behind you. They don't care. They're drinking beer and, you know, eating and, you know, whatnot. And it's fine. You know, they're just, they kind of make a day of it or at least, you know, a morning of it. And, uh, yeah. So, I mean, it's kind of fun and, and, you know, we, you know, so, but I don't know. I think sometimes I put a little too much pressure on myself. It's like, ugh, sometimes I, you know, I just want to sign out and just go out and finish my miles by myself because I don't really want to make people wait for me. But anyway, I digress. So we've got, um, you know, weekly training plans. Um, there's a couple of group group runs. God, I couldn't say that. One on Wednesday evenings and the other one's on Saturday mornings. Um, I can't make the Wednesday ones just because of my schedule, but the Saturday runs are something I look forward to. Well, the first week I started late and ended up running by myself. And then last week I took Saturday off because I was running Bandera on Sunday. So <laughs> this past Saturday was kind of my first official group run. Um, we were supposed to meet at Government Canyon, the state park nearby with some very rugged backcountry, but a front came through with a lot of rain and the park was closed because the trails were wet. And so that meant going up, going to our backup plan, McAllister. And I was kind of secretly relieved because um, I really wasn't looking forward to dealing with that backcountry at Government Canyon because the last time I was there, I took a pretty nasty fall and knocked the wind out of me for a spell. Um, and this isn't to say that McAllister is easy because it's not. Um, I know some people look at it as like, oh, it's a really easy park. Of course, again, you know, when you've started your trail running career in the Rio Grande Valley, um, you know, and you run the Mission Hike and Bike Trails, <laughs> McAllister's kind of, it's got, it's got a little bit of everything. It's got some technical stuff. It's got some rooty stuff. Um, yeah, it does have some flats and, you know, it's, it's a fairly runnable course, but, you know, it's also got a decent amount of elevation too. So, you know, there's that, but, um, anyway, and it's also, it used to be very easy to get lost there and thank God now they've put up signs and <laughs> you can pretty, I can find my way through what's called the blue loop, which is kind of like the big loop, uh, that goes, you know, uh, encompassing the park. I was trying to think of that word. Anyway, uh, yeah, so anyway, blah, blah, blah. So anyway, on Saturday, um, I got there at the appointed time, but I had to park about a half mile away, which meant everybody was heading out as I arrived, and I was just about to plug in my headphones and listen to a podcast when I heard somebody call my name, and it was Maria, my good friend and partner in trail running. 
And so I walked back to the pavilion and waited as she signed in, and then we headed out. She was recovering from the flu, so we walked a bit more than usual, and quite honestly, I was fine with that because I was really enjoying having some company. And the trails were fairly muddy. I mean, it wasn't the worst I've ever seen it, but, you know, it was enough where the mud would clump on your shoes, making it, you know, even more challenging to run. So, yeah, so you got a leg workout in there, you know, uh, and the rocks were still slick with the humidity. Uh, so I tried carefully. Yeah, actually, Saturday's weather was really nice because it was still kind of warm. I mean, the front hadn't dropped the temperatures yet. And uh, yeah, so it, I, I just like my kind of weather. It was like I could wear a short sleeve shirt and shorts and I had on compression socks and was very comfortable. I mean, of course I sweated, but that <laughs> kind of par for the course with me. Um, so anyway, we got talking and, and she mentioned that she wasn't going to be doing the prickly pair. Um, instead, she'd signed up a while back to do this 50 mile point to point race in Georgia. And mind you, this is her first 50 miler and she admitted her training was way off, but she was just going to do it anyway. I mean, you know, she'd bought an airplane ticket. Her mom was going to go with her, and well, at least and hang out in Atlanta with her brother. And, you know, then she'd drive up and do the race. And, uh, you know, I have to say, I admire her gutsiness. And, you know, this is, that, that's, that's a tough distance. And get this, the cutoff is 14 hours, which is a little tight in my book, because both of my 50 milers have been 14 and a half, but they were also really muddy too. So I don't know. So anyway, about two-thirds of our way through the loop, we ran across some ladies that knew Maria, and she mentioned her upcoming 50-miler, and one of them said that if she needed a pacer, that she would consider offering her services. And I agreed that a pacer wouldn't be a bad idea, because I have a feeling, though, she's probably going to just do this solo. I don't know, but a pacer wouldn't be a bad idea, because it definitely helped me on my first 50-miler, because, you know, just mentally... Mine's real different. Mine was real. I mean, the two fifty milers I've done are very different from this one because you know that one's an out and you know a, a point to point. This one, the ones I've done are loops, and so you know each one kind of presents its own issues. So, um, but hopefully, I mean, I'm I'm sure she's going to do fine. And um, anyway, but she said after that race, she's going to try to focus less on running and more weight training and diet. And I'm in that same boat as well because um, I'm I'm actually. Um, attempting to go to more of a less meat kind of diet. Um, and it's not like it's something I've consciously done, but um, I'm just finding myself enjoying tofu more or just, you know, veggie burgers. Um, I have to say, if you can find them, P. Terry uh, has a great uh, black bean burger. Oh my God, it is so great. And Whole Foods around here was carrying them in the frozen department, and now I can't find... In fact, I made a special trip to Whole Foods last week just to go pick up a couple boxes, and they weren't there, and I was really bummed, but, you know, what are you going to do? Um, but, but they do have um, P. Terry's restaurants uh, in Austin and San Marcos also, so one of these days I may just have to make a little drive and get a get one of those black bean veggie burgers, but uh, yeah... So anyway, yeah, so I, I've definitely, I'm, it's not, like I say, it's not like I'm trying to do anything on purpose, but it just sort of is defaulted into that. It's, it's just, you know, I do like a good burger and I like a roast chicken and I just don't feel like I need that all the time. So, um, 
yeah, we will see how this this goes. Because um, I, I tried going vegetarian before I moved to Texas. And I, I think I lasted about <laughs> six months. And then I just fell off the wagon because I, well, I found out that I was moving to Texas. And I thought, there's just no way I can do this. So anyway, yeah. So anyway, so we were talking about our goals. And uh, I'm a little different from her, though, because I'm going to be doing more running this year. Because uh, I'm trying to do that hundo at the end of the year. So Oh boy, yeah, that's, yeah, so that, that'll be interesting to, you know, track my little journey here, and, uh, but, you know, here's the thing, Saturday's miles, they flew by as we talked about movies and music, and, oh yeah, we decided that we're going to try to go see uh, Bon Jovi when he plays San Antonio in June, um, if we can swing some cheap seats, because neither of us have the budget for, you know, I don't know, I was looking at, tickets go on sale tomorrow for I think American Express card holders, and uh, I haven't been able to get a good line on what the tickets are going to cost, but some of the sites are already offering tickets, which I'm not really sure how they can do that, but they're like well over $150, and I'm just like, oh God, and that's even the cheap seats, I'm just like, no, I don't know about that, so I guess we'll see how that goes. Um, you know, and then also, you know, and it's kind of funny, because it's like we are sort of different in a lot of ways, in that she's got a husband and kids, and you know, I'm single and have cats, <laughs> but you know, it's, it's okay. Cause it's just fun having somebody else that you can have, you know, conversations with. We have a fair amount in common. You know, she's, she's a really cool person. And, uh, I really, I'm really grateful that I've gotten to know her. And I mean, I've gotten to know some other really cool ladies. Um, there's somebody else uh, named Dora that I really love. I don't get to run with her a lot, but Dora's really awesome too. Um, just real upbeat and positive, and um, yeah, she she sets up these runs on Sundays, and I think this week we're supposed to go out to the power lines. Whew, we'll see how that goes. Um, but yeah, so I think just having running buddies really makes your your journey more fun, and you know, gives you more stories and. Yeah, so it just makes it a better experience. So, you know, and it takes your mind out of, you know, off of what you're doing. I mean, not that you're completely zoned out, but, you know, it takes your mind off of how many miles have we got. And it lets you kind of focus on something else and, you know, developing friendships. And I think that's really important. So, yeah, I'm really glad that I'm part of this group because I think it's helping me feel more at home. I mean, I've lived here for you know, almost two and a half years, and uh, it took, it's taken a while to, to find that, that group, and I, you know, I still am a member of the Rockhoppers, uh, which is, you know, uh, another really legendary group, and I love them. Um, this group, though, for whatever reason, I, I kind of identify with a little bit more, because I think there's just more regular people like me, not that there's not in the Rockhoppers, because, I mean, there's a lot of regular people in there, too, but, um, Yes, we just, I mean, again, this group also has some pretty uh, accomplished runners, so, um, but just for whatever, you know, reason, I mean, it's nice to have at least a couple of groups uh, that you can identify with, and, you know, as I told Maria on Saturday, it's not quite the same as the kinship I had with the people in the Rio Grande Valley, um, and I think some of that is just because the Valley is, has got it's definitely got a burgeoning active community and, um, it's definitely gotten a lot better. Um, but I think we don't have a lot of, we didn't have a lot of places to, to go there. I mean, it's kind of limited and, um, you know, I mean, up here you could pick, you know, tons of different city parks or state parks. You know, you can go to Austin, you can go to, you know, 
other places in you know in like an hour or so and, and down there I mean you know you can go an hour but you're like in Rio Grande City which has some hills and and whatnot and it was good but I think those friendships were a little deeper or just different there and um, I think because we had to kind of make do with what we had and um, I don't know for what it's worth but uh, nonetheless I'm really glad that I've got a group now and I, I value it and um, I think it's going to help keep me honest and, uh, you know, on track and help me reach my goals. And plus it's just fun to be part of something. So anyway, that's all I've got for now. I'll see you next time.